What's up everyone and welcome to game day with the gurus where it is game day 24 7 365 we talk sports i am the wildcat guru the host of this show thank you guys again for listening today i am going to talk oregon arizona uh, we're going to go over oregon's offense and uh, how it matches up with arizona's defense the uh we're gonna go over the roster key players statistics of course and uh, what to look for Oregon is coached by Dan Lanning he is in his first year um he came from Georgia he was Georgia's defensive coordinator he won the national championship with uh, Kirby Smart he got the job at Oregon um he pulled in a few key transfers Bo Nix being the most notable and uh, Oregon got their doors blown off opening the first game of the season and uh, everyone was like whoa <laughs> um, and then they go and they beat BYU they they slaughter BYU they go and they win on the road in Pullman be- beating Washington State and really Washington State they lost that game like they had Oregon they were up by double digits with a couple minutes left, and uh, they choked it away. Um, they uh, and then they they beat in um, Eastern Washington. Uh, they put up like seventy on them. That was um, that was a beat down. Uh, and then last week they beat uh, Stanford. Uh, they beat them pretty good too. Yeah. So let's go over the offense of Oregon. Let's start off with the basics. Um, so right now Oregon. Uh, pretty good offense. Um, they're averaging about they're averaging about forty points a game right now. Um, the key factor to this offense is Bo Nix. He is their quarterback. We're gonna break him down um, a little bit later, but everything flows and rolls through Bo Nix, who's uh he's actually he's been pretty good. Um, I think he's been a lot better than he was at uh, Auburn. Auburn, his freshman year, uh, and remember, Bo Nix, he's a five-star recruit. He's a five-star quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks coming out of high school in like 2019, I believe. Um, He was very up and down at Auburn. Um, He had some good games. He had had some bright spots, but uh, he also had a lot of head scratchers he turned it over a lot um you know in clutch moments he he choked should i say and um minus the georgia game and i mean it is georgia you know minus the georgia game he has been great i mean he's been excellent for them oregon has the number 13 total offense in the country right now i mean that's 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 good, right? Um, defense, different story. We'll go over the defense tomorrow. But offensively, uh, they've been great. Um, they run the ball. They pass the ball. Uh, they do a little bit of everything. So, yeah, they're averaging about 40 points a game. Um, they're really good on third down. That's a huge uh, factor to this game. They're converting their third downs about 46% of the time. They're, they go for it on fourth down often. Um, they're nine for 10 going forward on fourth down. That's another key factor to watch. They're pretty well balanced. 
they picked up 66, 69 first downs running the ball, 55 first downs passing the ball. So they're a little bit more run heavy, um, but still they, they have a nice balance. Um, they ran the ball for almost uh, right under 1,200 yards, they, about 1,150 rushing yards on the season, only 192 attempts. So you do the math. I don't have to because I'm looking at my phone. Six yards per carry. <laughs> Six yards per carry. They have five different players that are that is that are averaging more than five yards a carry, and um, all five of those play, players have uh, more than ten carries on the season. So it's not like I'm just bringing up some guy that has one rush for eight yards. No. They have legit uh, Bonix and then four running backs that are averaging more than five yards a carry. Five. They run it for about 230 yards a game. Um, they have 12 rushing touchdowns on the season. They have about 2,500 total yards this season. They're averaging right under 500 yards a game. Passing, Bonix has been pretty good. He has about 1,350 passing yards. They're averaging 7.6 yards per pass, which is uh, it's it's solid. It's good enough for what they want to do. About 270 passing yards a game. So you can see mo- a lot of teams, um, you know, most teams that aren't as well balanced as Oregon, you, you see that number, you know, differentiate a lot more than Oregon's numbers. You know, Oregon's averaging 230 rushing yards and 270 passing yards. That is about as perfect balance as you're going to get. They've thrown 12 touchdowns, passing touchdowns on the season. Once again, the balance. 12 rushing touchdowns, 12 passing touchdowns. Uh, Bo Nix has thrown five interceptions, which is going to be a very key crucial factor to this game because I've watched Bonix for a few years now and I've seen him on the road completely fold and make erratic plays, uh, turn the ball over, uh, force throws, and turn the ball over. Um, He did it at Washington State. I mean, if Washington State just finished, if they could have just finished that game and kept playing for a full 60 minutes instead of 56 minutes, they win that game by double digits. And Bo Nix had a interception. Oregon was at the three-yard line, and he threw a pick six in the red zone. Um, and and that's kind of been the story of Bo Nix is he has all the talent in the world. He's crazy athletic, but he turns the ball over a lot. He had two interceptions, I think, in the first quarter against Georgia. So, yeah, can Arizona turn him over? Um, and this game is going to come down to who has more possessions because this is an interesting matchup. The strength of Arizona's offense attacks the weakness of Oregon's defense and the strength of Oregon's offense attacks the weakness of Arizona's defense like there's a reason the over under in this game is set at 70 and a half points that is a ton of points I don't know if I've seen a total that high this season I know UTSA and Western Kentucky are at 70 and a half as well this week but yeah 
two power five teams with the over under set at 70 and a half that is that's wild <laughs> i i imagine when washington and arizona play you know basically anyone that arizona plays that has a good offense usc ucla um washington it's gonna be high 60s so that's kind of the breakdown of um this Oregon offense from the basics. Let's go over their uh let's go over their starters. Their quarterback is Bo Nix, who's um uh he's got about one thousand two hundred sixty passing yards. I was wrong earlier. Um I was looking at the total. So Bo Nix himself has passed for about one thousand two hundred sixty yards in five games. Um he has the best completion percentage in the entire Pac twelve. He com- he's completing 68.9% of his passes. So about 70% of his passes he's completing. That is the best in the Pac-12. It's actually uh, one of the best in the country. Um, he has 12 touchdown passes, um, three interceptions. So he's thrown three this year. Um, that one against Washington State, two against Georgia. The the key piece to this offense and what makes the rushing attack so good, like they don't have a bunch of NFL backs on this team. I mean, I'm not saying these guys aren't going to play pro. They're good. They're talented. They're athletic. But it's the offensive line. Like they have multiple offensive linemen that will be playing on Sundays that are going to be high draft picks. Bo Nix has been sacked one time all season once that is uh, it's top 10 in the country and it is first in the Pac-12 they've only given up one sack that's it he has a a net yard loss between sacks and rushing he's only lost three yards all season in five games I mean it is going to be and this is going to be probably the best offensive line Arizona has seen all season and maybe maybe the best offensive line Arizona will see um for the entire season I mean I'm I'm these dudes are good up front Oregon this is by far the strong suit of this offense is their offensive line it's why their run game so good it's why Bo Nix has only been sacked one time it's why they're averaging 230 rushing yards and it's why they have the 13th best offense in the country is because of their big boys up front their running backs are pretty good too they they use multiple backs kind of like what arizona does uh bruce irving or excuse me bucky irving his name is like marquise irving um he's their lead back he's going to be used the most um he him and Noah Whittington, they basically split carries. Um, Bucky has 48 carries on the season. Noah has 46. So they're, they're really well balanced in, in uh, who they play and who, who gets a certain amount of carries. Um, and then after that, there's a few guys that have uh, 19 carries. One guy has 11 carries. But yeah, so let's 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 stick to their two top backs because that's who Arizona's defense is going to see the most. Um, Bucky Irving, three hundred sixty-two rushing yards on the season. That's uh, in the top half of the Pac-12. 
right? I think it's like fourth best in the Pac-12, I think. Um, he's averaging, this is crazy. Um, he's averaging 7.5 yards per carry. <laughs> like, you, in, in, on average, three of his runs amounts to um, two first downs. That is, that's supreme. That's elite. Only one touchdown run. Um, he's about seven receptions for 58 yards. So they do use him some out of the backfield. But once again, he's 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 good. I'm not going to sit here and say this, this this kid can play. He's fast. He's, uh, he's big. He's 200 pounds, about 5'10". He's quick, got good vision. He, he's, he's got it. He's a good running back. But their offensive line is the reason why he is why his numbers are so good. Why he's able to average almost eight yards a carry. That's that's just that's stupid. That's ridiculous. Thomas have fifty carries and you're averaging eight yards a carry. I mean, think about that. That's that's all American. I mean, not saying he's gonna be an all American, but to have more to have forty eight attempts in five games. And you're averaging basically eight yards a carry. That's all American. That is elite, and uh, it it just poses a, a a real challenge to this Arizona front that has been awful against the run. Like if 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 Johnny Nansen doesn't make the right, um, if he doesn't have the right game plan, the right run blitz, the right schemes, the right setup, Oregon's gonna run the ball for probably over three hundred yards. And three, four uh, rushing touchdowns. I mean, Bo Nix probably won't even pass that much. They'll just run the ball, just like Cal, just like North Dakota State, and, uh, you know, even Colorado. You know, I know Colorado passed a little bit more, but they ran the ball a lot. Colorado had over 150 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns on Arizona's defense. (laughs) Um, Noah Whittington. He's uh one of their other backs. Um he's uh he he's a little bit smaller, he's quicker, more dynamic, um really athletic. He's 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 a smaller back, five eight, about hundred and ninety pounds. I mean he's built though. He's he's a big, big short back, right? Um kinda like uh I don't I don't I don't I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but he's a he's a short, stout, quick uh, back he hits the holes quick they use him a lot um in, in uh, on zone reads and and um he's averaging uh, 5.3 yards per carry <laughs> 200 244 rushing yards 46 attempts um and his longest rush is for 20 yards bucky irving's longest rush is for 36 yards so it's not like these guys have broken these big uh long 80 yard rushes in multiple games and that's why their average is so high like no you know they don't have these big long giant rushes no they're they this is legit like they're really averaging five yards a carry (laughs) um last year he was pretty good for them you know both of these running backs were pretty good for them they bucky had about 700 rushing yards last year uh noah had 617 so they're they're experienced they're older um, no more Travis Dye. So these are the top two backs. They've been there. They've done that. Uh, the offensive line is basically returned a lot of key players. I believe all five of them 
Um, I, there might be one new, a few new starters, but they've all been on the team. So yeah, this is you know the, this uh, run game is experienced, it's proven, and um, you know it's top ten in the country for a reason. And Sean Dollars is one of their other um, running backs to watch out for. They use him a lot in the passing game. You'll see him on third down. He's another uh, short but stout running back that's quick, explosive, um, good hands. You know, he's got nine receptions. He leads the the running backs in receptions, nine receptions. He's averaging 6.4 yards per carry. He 19 attempts, 121 yards. Um, like I said earlier, they have five running backs that are averaging over five yards a carry. And then the 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 oil to this engine and i'm referring to the run game the rushing attack bo nix their quarterback he is the oil he has five rushing touchdowns in five games okay he's he's their second leading rusher he's he has 32 attempts on the season he's averaging 8.2 yards per carry and if you've never watched bo nix he is athletic he's big he has wheels he is a dual threat quarterback he had an 80-yard rush, um, I believe it was against, uh, God, I think Eastern Washington. Like he, like, he can break the big play. He's got over 250 yards rushing. Um, I believe that is uh, right up there with all quarterbacks in the FBS. He's only been sacked once. Like, like th- this run game is, is one of the better run games that Arizona will see all season better than Cal's um I'm not gonna say better than North Dakota State's but different but definitely better than Cal's like Cal just had a running back that had a career day like Oregon really does this every game they've done it every game um pretty much except Georgia right um their wide receivers they uh I thought going into the season their wide receiver core was probably the weaker part of this offense um and Troy Franklin he's really um I mean he's come on like he's he's their leading receiver um he's uh he's right up there with the um with the right in the top half of the uh, Pac-12's leading receivers he's he's got about 400 receiving yards uh three touchdowns 24 receptions um, pretty big guy, six three hundred eighty pounds. He is their wide receiver number one. Like he's he's one of the best players on this offense. Um, he had a uh, he had a really good game against Washington State. He was the one that um, had the touch caught the touchdown the the go ahead touchdown that gave him the lead late in the fourth quarter. Um, that game he had uh, he averaged twenty seven point four yards per catch (laughs) he uh averaged 28 yards per catch against BYU he's had two games where his longest uh, receptions were 50 yards or more and uh four out of five games well really all five games he's had a catch for about 20 yards or more so this dude uh, they, they use him in a variety of ways but he is a threat um to catch the long ball and uh, he didn't do a whole lot against Stanford, but that's just because 
they just carved Stanford up on the ground. They just ran all over them. They didn't need him to do a lot. Um, but as of late, uh, like even against uh, Eastern Washington, he had 10 receptions. Uh, he leads the team in receptions. Um, and, and, you know, last year he didn't do a whole lot for them. He had like 200 receiving yards last year. So he's he's really coming on this year. He's coming on strong, um, kind of like a Dorian Singer, you know, for Arizona. He's he, he just blasted onto the scene, coming on strong, right? Well, Troy didn't do a whole lot. He had he had his moments last year. This year, totally different, um, totally different ballgame. He's coming on. One of their other better receivers is a, a transfer, Chase Coda. Um, he's a senior. He is a big dude, six four, two hundred pounds. Uh, he's got he's got two hundred nineteen receiving yards, um, and uh, he doesn't really have um, you know he has really he had really one really good game against Washington State, uh, Troy and Chase. Really, they Washington State's pass attack just struggled staying in front of these guys. And, um, but other than that, he, he's had three games with two receptions, one game with three receptions. And then he had the Washington state game with, uh, seven receptions, but, um, he, he's still a threat. Like he in, he's got three games where he's had a, a reception of 20 plus yards. So they like to go downfield. Bo Nix has a cannon, you know, he, he's got an arm. Um, they run, run, run. They set up the play action. They like to go deep with uh, guys like Chase, um, with uh, with Troy. They use their tight end a lot. Um, Terrence Ferguson, he's a big boy, 6'5", 260 pounds. He, uh, he's actually leading the team in uh, receiving touchdowns. So keep an eye out for their tight end in the red zone. And remember, Bo Nix. He's leading the country in passing yards in the red zone. So, yes, they like to pass the ball in the red zone. And I think that a big reason why is because they're so good at running the ball. Teams load the box and they go to guys like uh, Ferguson, who has four uh, touchdown passes, four touchdown receptions. Um, Not really too much of a factor in the passing game. Um, he, you know, he's, he, he had four receptions against Georgia and, uh, in the last four games, he's had three receptions or less. So they, they don't use, uh, him a ton in the passing game. Um, but he, he's still a threat in the red zone. Um, he had those two touchdowns against BYU in the red zone. So yeah, watch out for Terrence Ferguson um he pretty good tight end right and then uh one of their other receivers that i'm just gonna highlight who's gonna be really good he's got nfl size he's six six 200 pounds dante thornton um he has uh, he only has like 125 receiving yards seven receptions on the season um but he's he he can make the big play against washington state he had a monster catch of 40 plus yards uh, against eastern washington he came in and uh he had like four or five receptions so he, he won't be he won't play a ton but uh they he you, you might see him um when they have maybe um you know five wide you might see someone uh like dante thornton uh you know third down and long etc uh sean dollars 
he's also used a lot. They're they're leading uh running back receiver, uh Bucky Irving as well. They'll use him in the passing game, um, out of the backfield. So yeah, let's get to the offensive line because this is where, uh, this is where they are. This is what separates them from being just an average offense to a top fifteen offense. Is this offensive line? Um, it starts with their left tackle. This dude is probably going to be a first round pick, T.J. Bass. He's a senior. He is. Um, he's. He's he's ex. I mean, he's everything you want in a left tackle. Six four, three hundred thirty pounds. Um, he's great. He's great. I'm not gonna read too much into his um into his achievements and what he's done. But yeah, this dude will be playing on Sundays. You will hear his name called in the NFL draft. He is their best offense alignment, and um, he could he could probably go. Uh, right now and play on a random team in the NFL and fit right in. Um, I'm sure, you know, he'd have his up and downs, but this dude is one of the best offensive linemen in all of college football. Um, Alex Forsyth, I feel like he's been there forever. He is their center. He, um, I mean, another senior. Both of these guys are seniors, TJ Bass, Alex Forsyth. They're seniors. Uh, he, Alex is uh, 6'4", 312 pounds, just uh, literally the embodiment of what a center should be. He's excellent, great run blocker, great leader. Um, uh, Ryan Walk, he's a, their right guard. He too is a senior. He's a little bit, he's more of a, he's a little bit undersized for an offensive lineman. Like when you see him out there, you're like, He's not a very big offensive lineman, but you can tell like he's strong. He's a, he's finesse. He gets down to the second level. They they use him um to pull a lot because he is he's very he's quick. Like he's he's got good footwork. He's quick. He gets to the second level and um he can match up with some of these linebackers because he he's like 295 pounds, so a little bit leaner, but he's quicker. And he can get downhill, and uh, he can put a helmet on these linebackers. He's a great lead blocker, and uh, they they use him a lot um, to to pull in the run game, um, things like that. So yeah, all three of those guys are seniors. They're all really good, um, and then their right tackle. This dude is um, he's probably gonna play in the NFL too. He's he's really good. Lalua Malasella. Amave. I um yeah, I probably butchered his name. Um but let me let watch let's let, let's say it again. So um Malisala Malisala Amuave La Lua <laughs> Um Google Oregon uh, Ducks depth chart look at their right tackle if uh you think uh, and if you can pronounce his name hit me up on twitter at wildcat guru let me know because uh yeah but anywho um another big um senior offense alignment these guys are all older experience a lot of them have nfl futures including lelu uh 6'6 330 pounds huge massive um hawaiian um yeah really good really uh core part of the this uh this core that oregon has uh in their um in the offensive line 
And then uh, Steven Jones, he's their only junior on the offensive line. Um, but he is their biggest offensive lineman. This dude, is he's massive. So they have the left guard who's a little bit smaller, who they like to pull. They like to run right, and they like to pull the left guard and have Leilua and Steven Jones um, mixed with uh, Ryan coming around to find those linebackers at the second level. This is why their run game is just so effective is these guys. Steven Jones, he's a 340 pounds, 6'5". Um, definitely, I could see him uh, playing in the pros. Like A lot of these guys have a future in the NFL. Uh, Alex Forsythe, TJ Bass, and then Lalua. Um, really like the these this is probably the best offensive line that Arizona uh is going to see all year. These guys have given up one sack all season in 5 games and they played Washington State with Robert Stone and uh you know though like they have a good defense Washington State. They played BYU. BYU has a, a top 40 uh total defense. They played Georgia I mean, Georgia with, uh, with Jaron Carter, Jared Carter, who's going to be a first-round pick, a defensive lineman. Like, we already know what Georgia is about. They Between those three teams, the fact they only gave up one sack, that's it. Um, I mean, it, like I said, if Arizona can hold them to under 300 rushing yards, I would be very happy. <laughs> um, and, and then against Georgia. So against Georgia... Um, the, uh, they, I mean, they fared all white, like, all right. Like when you look at the statistics, they, they were all right. Like they ran, they had 140 rushing yards, um, on 31 attempts. So you averages to what, about a little over four yards of carry. So about four, four and a half yards of carry. Um, they only had 173 passing yards against Georgia. But that's against Georgia. So let's look at Eastern Washington. They completely just tore them up. Over 250 rushing yards. Four rushing touchdowns. But the ones that were impressive was the uh, the BYU game. Because BYU, their run defense has been shaky. But overall, like they have athletes. They have talent on the defense. And uh, they ran on BYU for over 200 rushing yards on 44 attempts. They had three rushing touchdowns on BYU. Uh, they had another two passing TDs. Uh, Bo Nix only, only threw the ball 14 times in that game, but he had 227 passing yards in that game. Um, and then uh, against Stanford. Now, Stanford's defense is Swiss cheese, right? But, my God, Oregon ran for 351 rushing yards against Stanford on 37 attempts. Um, that's right. Now that I remember, Bo Nix had his 80-yard rush in that game. Um, they had four rushing touchdowns against Stanford. Uh, they only had 164 passing yards against Stanford. Two passing touchdowns. Against Washington State, it was the opposite. They had to pass the ball a little more. They've shown that they can win in different in different ways. They've shown that this offense can go pass-heavy. Or they can run the ball, whatever's working. If uh, the defense takes the run away, then they'll pass it. Against Washington State, uh, Bo Nix had 446 passing yards. 446 passing yards. Uh, three passing touchdowns. He only he had 34 attempts. 
and they only had 178 rushing yards on 32 attempts. But Washington State's defense is better than Arizona's. And their run defense in particular is faster. They're great on the perimeter at stopping the run. And, uh, yeah, they, they slowed Oregon's run game down. But Oregon has shown they can win in a variety of ways. I mean, they only threw the ball 14 times against BYU and 17 times against Stanford. That's it. So if the run game's working, don't expect them to bail on it. Like, they're just going to keep running the ball. They've already shown that if the run game's working, that's what they're going to do. You rarely see quarterbacks uh, finish an entire game with 14 passing attempts at, at the Power 5 level. You just don't see it often. Even 17 passing attempts, you, you don't see it a lot. But uh, Dan Lanning has shown that if the run game's working... That's what they're going to do, and and it's smart because he has maybe the best offensive line in the Pac-12, one of the best offensive lines in the country, and uh, he knows to you how to use the uh, the best position group probably on the entire team, maybe the linebackers, but I would go with the offensive line, and uh, they've proven it statistically in every which way, running the ball, not giving up sacks, the uh, the rushing touchdowns. They've proven it, and they've ran the ball on really good teams. Even Georgia, they almost had 150 rushing yards on them. Um, so, yeah, the, this offensive line is uh, is one of the better offensive lines that Arizona has seen all year. And uh, it's, yeah, they're, they're well-balanced. Um, they've been penalized, I believe, uh, 12 times. Um, so that's, you know, they, they, they don't, they, um, you know, they're not, they're not a very penalized team, well coached team. Um, and, uh, you know, Bo Nix is the, he has the best completion percentage in the entire Pac-12 at 68.9%. Uh, they're the number one rushing team in the Pac-12. And, uh, that's, that's a big reason why he's completing, so many of his passes could te- teams are having to to load the box to focus on the run um 13th best offense in the entire country uh they scored 26 touchdowns in five games and um turnovers they they don't turn the ball over a lot they've uh they've haven't lost the fumble all year they've had three fumbles but they haven't lost one and they've had five interceptions um so they don't turn the ball over a lot. You know, Bo Nix himself has only thrown three picks in uh in five games. That's uh that's good. I mean, right? He's got twelve, he's got uh seventeen total touchdowns and three interceptions, no fumbles, only been sacked once. <laughs> like Arizona's defense is is, is in for it. <laughs> I mean, um and and when we talk tomorrow, uh Oregon's defense is also in for it. Because their pass defense is awful, and Arizona's pass offense is 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 really damn good. So uh, this is that's why I'm saying this is going to be a high scoring game, and um, a- another key factor just to watch for is uh, is Oregon in the red zone. Oregon struggled against Washington State in the red zone, and uh, Oregon struggled against Georgia. They've struggled a few times in the red zone to score touchdowns. Okay, they've been in the red zone 30 times in five games. They scored 21 touchdowns out of those 30 attempts. 
So 21 and 9. That's, you, you, I, I guarantee it as, as a head coach, you, uh, that's not something you like. Like you, you've been in the red zone 30 times and you've settled for nine field goals in, uh, in five games. And against Washington State, or eight field goals attempts, because against Washington State, uh, Bo Nix had the turnover. So that's another key factor. Can uh, can Arizona, you know, Arizona's going to give up points. They're going to give up chunk plays. They're going to give up long drives. But can they force field goal attempts um, from Oregon? Because Oregon hasn't been great in the red zone. They haven't. You know, twenty one for thirty, um, or twenty eight for thirty, with uh twenty one of those times being touchdowns and the other seven being field goals, and then uh two they had a turnover on downs against Georgia, and then they had an interception at Washington State. So that's another, um, just another factor uh, to watch, just something to uh just just to keep an eye on. And um, you know, see what see see what plays out. There's going to be a lot of key factors in this game. Um, I cannot wait to watch this game. And uh, and, and on the contrary, Oregon's uh, defense in the red zone hasn't been very good. Like they've given up um, a lot of they've given up uh, um, sixteen touchdowns in the red zone out of nineteen trips. But we'll talk about their defense tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the Oregon offense. Obviously, they're going to run the ball. That's what they're going to do. They're going to probably score 30-plus points in this game. Um, but I think Arizona can match them. And uh, there's a lot of reasons why. We'll go over that tomorrow. But thank you guys for listening to Game Day with the Gurus. I'm excited for this game. I, I have take, I bought my tickets. Um and uh yeah i am i, I hope this thing's pre- pretty close to being sold out look arizona last year was went to oregon okay and when the fourth quarter started arizona was down by 3 points and they had one of the worst teams they've ever had in in the history of arizona football for some reason arizona plays oregon well when they have good teams like um, I, when they had uh, Justin Herbert, Arizona smacked them when they were top 25. Um, when Scooby Wright was here and they had Marcus Mariota and they were number two in the country, Arizona went to Oregon and beat them. Like Arizona has a history of beating Oregon when they're ranked and um, Arizona's not. So just this is the reason why I'm so excited for this game also. There's a, there's a, you know, Arizona has what seven or eight games left. Realistically, how many of them are winnable? Uh, I think this is one of them because Oregon's defense has been pretty bad, and if Arizona can get into a shootout, if Arizona can um, somehow get pressure on Bonix, which is no one's been able to do, um, if they can somehow find a way to. Uh, get some pressure, get him out of the pocket, chase him down, force him to make some erratic throws, uh, force an interception or a fumble, you know, and, and still a couple possessions. I think Arizona is going to be able to score 30 plus as well on Oregon. So um, the spread is 13 and a half. That's way too many points. I would bet it all the way down to probably 10 just because 
Um, you know, Jaden Delores sometimes been inconsistent. And if he doesn't play well, Oregon's going to win by double digits. Like if Jaden plays well and the offense plays well and they don't turn the ball over, Arizona's going to be in this thing. Um, if they don't have a bunch of, you know, penalties, holding, all this stuff, Arizona's going to be in this thing. If they have another North Dakota State type performance where no turnovers, one penalty, Arizona's going to have a chance to win this thing. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening again. I'm sorry I ramble and ramble sometimes. Uh, I'm just excited for this game. I think uh, this game is a winnable game for Arizona. I also can see a situation where Arizona gets beat up pretty badly. But, um, I yeah, I think the hype is going to be real. I think Arizona Stadium is going to be absolute just it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a great environment this Saturday. I think the fans are going to show up. I think it's going to be close to a sellout. And um, I'm expecting a shootout, baby. That's what I want. That's what the fans want. And, uh, you know, statistically, um, this game's going to be a shootout. So we'll see what happens. But thank you guys again for listening for the fourth time now that I've said it. I'll shut up now. Um, Oregon defense versus the Arizona offense manana. Everyone have a good week and thank you for listening to Game Day with the Gurus where it is Game Day 24/7 365. We talk sports. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at wildcat_guru. Thanks.